Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope you are having a fantastic Tuesday, wherever you may be across this country or this great land. We have got a lot to get into. Right off the top, though, I want to tell you, thank goodness that sports gambling is officially in my home state of Tennessee. And thank goodness that it is about to arrive in Michigan and in Virginia. Incredible offer right now in all of those states. Go ahead and sign up. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Again, Tennessee, if you're watching me, it's now legal. Any of the border states, it's now legal. Once you are inside of Tennessee, about to be legal in Michigan, about to be legal in Virginia, why don't you go ahead and sign up? Maybe you're going to be traveling for Thanksgiving like I am. Maybe you're going to be in a new location. FanDuel.com slash Clay. That's FanDuel.com slash Clay. New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, West Virginia, all of those states, plus Tennessee, Michigan, and Virginia. $1,000 free play. You can't lose up to $1,000 on your first wager after a deposit. FanDuel.com slash Clay. It's easy. FanDuel.com slash Clay. All right. Uh, I have got my top five and my bottom five ready for you in the NFL. Talking to you about my Thanksgiving plans and why governor plans like Andrew Cuomo's are ridiculous. Antonio Brown has a new gig and he's up to his old behavior. Uh, The Bears collapse, the Vikings surge, and the Heisman. You guys voted. We have a big favorite according to you guys who tend to be pretty good at voting when it comes to sports-related issues. But we begin with top five and bottom five in the NFL now that week 10 is now complete. And I want to run through the top five for you right now because I think it's a pretty straightforward list. I don't think the Steelers are the best team in the NFL. Five of their wins have come by a touchdown or less, but they are 9-0 And so they are number one on the outkick top five in the NFL right now. Chiefs, I think, are the best team in the NFL. I bet them to win the Super Bowl. I think they are the best chance to win the Super Bowl. They have the biggest point differential in the NFL right now of plus 103. They have outscored their opponents by. I've got them at number two overall. In the third spot, how about the New Orleans Saints? I can't wait to see how the Jameis Winston 30 for 30 experience is going to go in New Orleans and I'm curious how they're going to balance out Jameis who they're paying $1 million a year year to with how they're going to balance that out with Taysom Hill who they're paying $16 million a year to. I've got the Saints at 7-2 as Drew Brees recovers from his uh, uh, rib issues on the left and the right side of his chest. The Packers, I've got at 7-2. and two. And then the team that everybody's fighting about in my mentions, that everybody is arguing about in the fifth spot. They have won five games in a row. There are a lot of 6-3 and three football teams. 
I've got the Miami Dolphins at plus 69 point differential on the year with five wins in a row as the fifth best team in the NFL in the outkick top five. How about the bottom five? Texans at 28th. I've got the Washington football team at 29. By the way, Texans sitting where they are at two and seven. I think it's an interesting question. Is it that why you pay $100 million to your quarterback so that you never ever find yourself sitting at two and seven? How much of Deshaun Watson's success was actually predicated on having DeAndre Hopkins to throw the ball to? I think that's a really fascinating question that many people out there, maybe except for Bill O'Brien, are having to start to contemplate. I've got the Washington football team at 29. The Cowboys, who are the second worst team in the NFL by point differential, at 30th best. The Cowboys have been outscored by 86 points so far this year. And I think they're going to have to consider drafting a quarterback in the first round and potentially moving on from Dak rather than giving him a lot of money because they're going to have such a high pick with the way this season is going. I've got the Jags who have lost eight football games in a row at 31st and the Jets who have been outscored by 147 points on the year as the 32nd best team uh, in the NFL. All right, let's talk about lockdowns for a minute. Thanksgiving, couple of stories that are out there. I'm getting on an airplane and I am flying to Florida on Wednesday of next week to spend Thanksgiving down at the beach with my family, okay? It's my choice. I'm getting on an airplane and I am going to be headed down there. My wife and the kids are going to be down there earlier. I've got to work next week for longer than a lot of people do so I have a relatively short Thanksgiving break but that is what I'm going to do, all right? If you are terrified to get on an airplane, I understand. If you don't want to go anywhere, I understand. But why should your fears dictate what choices I can make? I'm ready to get back to work. I'm ready to get the economy back to work. Long past it. Kids should be in school. Let's get these vaccines rolled out for the people who are Corona Bros and don't want to leave their basements. But it's past time to get back to normalcy in this country for young and relatively healthy people. All right, that's my opinion. If you disagree, that is your right. But what I don't think we need to implement is any more of these ridiculous lockdowns which is unfortunately where I think Joe Biden is going to try to lead us. Just today, the state of Ohio instituted a curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Now, I just want to step back for a minute. There's no evidence that a curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. actually helps anything, okay? This absurd series of rules that we have implemented. For instance, I can go to a restaurant. If I walk into the restaurant with my mask on and then sit down at the table, I can take it off. The minute that I walk to the bathroom, I'm supposed to put it back on. All of these are fundamentally ridiculous, illogical, totally nonsensical choices and rules that are being put in place and so many people in this country are sheep that they are willing to follow them. Now, I don't particularly care but it's totally illogical. I keep a mask in my pocket so I can go in wherever I need to go and if somebody's got a rule in place that I have to put a mask on for the 15 seconds it takes me to walk to my table then I'll do it but 
reasonable adults have to recognize that this is nonsensical. Either it's safe enough to be inside of a restaurant or it's not. Either it's safe enough to walk around in a restaurant without a mask or it's not. This is all just total cosmetic theater. And I got to give credit to several sheriffs in New York who came out and said, look, we're not going to enforce the rule that was put in place by New York's Governor Andrew Cuomo aka the guy who is responsible for more deaths due to his response to COVID than any politician in the world because we don't think it's constitutional for us to be checking houses to see how many people are showing up for Thanksgiving. I believe you have to give people the right to make choices in this country. I am a libertarian in that sense. I believe in individual freedom. Lockdowns don't work in the United States. All you have to do is look at what happened in Europe. They've locked down many times and now they're locking down again. The virus is going to spread. Okay? The places where lockdowns have worked, New Zealand, Australia, are islands, island continents, smaller countries with limited overall population and very limited numbers of people coming and going on a regular basis. It's not going to work in the United States. What should be happening is we should be getting these vaccines rolled out as fast as possible. Who should the vaccines go to? People in nursing homes. People in nursing homes and people working in hospitals. Those are the people that are actually dealing with the virus on a regular basis. If we simply inoculate everybody in nursing homes from COVID, the death rate in America will plummet to nearly zero because the vast majority of people who are dying from COVID are elderly and already unhealthy and living in nursing homes. Over half, probably, of all of the deaths in the United States from COVID are from nursing homes. We can inoculate everyone in nursing homes. They're already physically located in one particular place. And if we do that, starting in November and December, there isn't going to be a necessity of anyone else locking down anywhere because younger people, for sure, are super healthy, meaning elementary age kids, college kids and people like me who are under the age of 50 and otherwise knock on wood healthy we're going to be fine statistically it doesn't mean that a few of us might not have issues and have major concerns with COVID but that happens every year with the flu too one thing that I am encouraged by is the amount of fear porn that is succeeding in the United States right now has hit a record low Have you looked there? I was reading at Axios today the amount of fear porn that's being consumed articles that are being written consumption of news and everything else people are over it. People are aware of what the risk factors are and they are tired of being terrified by the fear porn in the media. And so I think this is pretty intriguing to follow. We got vaccines now one from Moderna one from Pfizer we need to roll them out right right through all the nursing homes vaccinate everybody in the nursing home who is in the most danger of dying of COVID and if we do that and I think it's reasonable to presume that potentially we could do that before the end of the year if we're able to do that then the rest of us in the country will not have that much to be afraid of and hopefully the Trump administration in conjunction with our military can get that done so that in a large extent many vaccinations have already occurred 
and the COVID has already effectively been beaten before anything actually happens at Inauguration Day. But I'm traveling for Thanksgiving. And I hope that you guys are going to have normal Thanksgivings yourself. I can guarantee you that we're not canceling Christmas in the Travis household. We're going to have a completely normal Christmas, just like we had a completely normal uh, Halloween. We had a big Halloween party at the house. People are ready for normalcy. That's what we're going to do. And if you're terrified and you don't want to be a part of anything and you want to stay in your house and you want to curl up in the fetal position, that's your right. But your fears can't dictate my life ever again as far as I'm concerned. So I'm not locking down. I'm not shutting down. I'm not changing my family's behavior at all. Uh, A couple of other things. Did you see this story? I can't believe it hasn't gotten more attention. Uh, The Sacramento Kings had an announcer. I, I might get his name wrong. Grant Napier. Napier, I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce his last name. He'd been working there for a long, long time. In response to uh, Boogie Cousins, he responded All Lives Matter on Twitter uh, and he was fired for saying All Lives Matter. Ridiculous, absurd, an example of the cancel culture which black, white, Asian, Hispanic, Democrat, Republicans, everybody other than a tiny minority of people who live by the cancel culture sword because that's the only reason they're legitimate on the far left wing of this country. Everybody hates cancel culture. And so everybody hates the idea that what you put on Facebook or what you put on Twitter or what you put on Instagram, any single post can suddenly blow up and cost you your entire career. It's what is wrong with social media in America more so than anything, I believe, is cancel culture. So Grant Napier loses his job with the Sacramento Kings. They now have hired as his replacement Mark Jones from ESPN, a.k.a. the guy who has spent months going out and throwing all sorts of ridiculousness on his social media feed. Most recently, he said he would no longer accept a police escort to call college football games because... He was afraid the police might kill him. Swear to God, that's what he said. This dude is psychologically unstable. He's now the voice of the Kings. He's been saying all sorts of insanely far left-wing propaganda-related things on social media, okay? Jason Whitlock raised an interesting point with me on the radio show this morning. People love to accuse others of selling out. Isn't this the personification of selling out what Mark Jones did? For years, he'd been talking about how much he loved police, how much he appreciated their support, their escorts, everything else. Suddenly, he decides to embrace this idea that police are killing black men left and right even though it's 100% not true and not supported by any measure of statistical data. Okay? And... As a part of this, to me, and we're going to have Grant Napier on the show later this week on the radio program, but to me, this epitomizes what sports media is getting wrong. If you say anything far left wing, even if it's racist, even if it's sexist, even if it's insane, you're protected. You might even get a raise. You might even get a promotion. But if you say all lives matter on Twitter, You get fired from a job you've been great at for 20 plus years. It's absolute insanity. And it's proof 
of content discrimination in sports. You want to have far left-wing opinions, you get rewarded for it. You have anything other than far left-wing opinions and you are in danger of losing your job. That is basically and completely and patently absurd. Uh, Speaking of different chances and different rules, the NFL gives more chances to people with flaws in their backgrounds than ever before in any league ever. Let me give you an example. I've said for a long time the reason why Colin Kaepernick's not employed in the NFL is because he is not good at playing the position of quarterback. If Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady had taken a knee to protest anything during the national anthem, they'd still be employed because they're really talented at playing quarterback. Colin Kaepernick's not employed because he's not very good. If you doubt that, look at Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown has a laundry list of inappropriate behavior since he got his way and was traded from the Pittsburgh Steelers. He didn't show up to play in Pittsburgh, potentially costing the Steelers a trip to the playoffs. He feuded with his teammates. He demanded a trade. Got traded to the Oakland Raiders. Has issues with frosted feet. Doesn't actually ever play a game, I don't believe, for the Oakland Raiders. Gets released. Gets picked up by the Patriots. Is accused of sexual assault. Threatens his accuser gets released by the Patriots, continues to have multiple run-ins with the police over the time when he's not employed, and as recently as October, in his, uh, in his gated community, he destroys a camera and throws a bicycle at the HOA stand. All of that, and he's still signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to play football because they believe his talent exceeds his problems. The NFL is a meritocracy. As long as your talent exceeds your problems, they will put up with anything for better or worse. Antonio Brown's continued employment makes it awfully difficult for anyone to argue on any level that the NFL is anything other than the place to go as long as you have talent. And speaking of the place to go as long as you have talent. Guess what? This is an incredible deal. Your balls will thank you. Go to manscaped.com slash dbap20 and you can get hooked up right now. The Weed Whacker, an electric nose and ear hair trimmer. Pretty nice. I have impeccable grooming standards. One of the reasons, of course, because of Manscaped. And of course, You can get hooked up. If you are using the same, look at all this package here. If you are using the same uh, trimmer for your face and for your genitals, you, my friend, are a disgusting brute of a human being. Why not get hooked up right now? Your balls will thank you. Go to manscaped.com and use the code DBAP20. Easy to remember. You will get 20% off everything and you will get free shipping included. You will get the Lawnmower 3.0. They have precision engineered tools for your family jewels. That's manscaped.com slash DBAP20. Manscaped.com slash DBAP20. Again, your balls will thank you.
uh, Heisman vote. A lot of you out there voted. I'm going to go ahead and leave this up so you can see it. Uh, a lot of you out there voted, over 30,000 of you in our Heisman ballot. I put up the four finalists. Kyle Trask, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, and Justin Fields. And I said, right now, who, got, who would you guys vote for? 45% of you said Kyle Trask. The other three guys got roughly even numbers of votes. But that is a big favorite right now for Kyle Trask. Now, I'm not sure that my audience is 100% representative, but we have a lot of college football fans from a lot of different backgrounds. And so Kyle Trask right now, to me, should be considered the favorite. He's going to go out and play Vanderbilt this weekend, post some more big numbers. And ultimately, I think the Heisman Trophy is going to come down to who plays better in the SEC title game, Mac Jones or Kyle Trask. Fingers crossed, by the way, only one game so far, at least when we started this show, has been postponed in the SEC so far. Texas A&M against Ole Miss. And if that game ends up being played later in the season, we'll see exactly what it means for Texas A&M. But we are trending towards every SEC team being able to play either a full schedule of 10 games thanks to adding December 19th or being able to play at least nine games and a 10th game in the SEC championship in the case of potentially Florida and Alabama. Uh, Last night, the Bears absolutely collapsed. It's time for Matt Nagy to be gone. It's time for an acknowledgement that neither Nick Foles nor Mitch Trubisky is the answer at quarterback. Nagy came in as an offensive-minded head coach and they can't do anything. I hope you join me in playing the Minnesota Vikings last night. Vikings now are four and five, favored to win their next three. Believe it or not, the Vikings are legitimately, after three straight wins, good chance to win six in a row and put themselves into a position to potentially make their way back into the playoffs. Props to the Vikings on a big win there. I believe that is all the topics we have for today's show. Go right now, manscaped.com, DBAP20, great gift for your boyfriend, for your husband for someone out there in your life that doesn't have impeccable grooming standards and that needs to know your balls will thank you if you go to manscaped.com and use the code DBAP20. That's 20% off everything. All you have to remember is DBAP20. I appreciate all of you. My name is Clay Travis. When we come back tomorrow, we'll have a lot more to get into uh, in the world of sports. I'll be live on Fox Bet Live at 5 Eastern, 4 Central, 3 Mountain, 2 Pacific. And I want you to know, go sign up right now. Virginia, Tennessee, Michigan. Tennessee just started sports gambling. Michigan and also Virginia. You get hooked up now. You'll be glad that you did. FanDuel.com slash Clay. That's FanDuel.com slash Clay. Appreciate all of you. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP, this has been Outkick the Show. I'll see you guys here tomorrow. Good radio program in the morning. See y'all.